Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Uh, to talk more about uh, this Eastern Conference as we get ready for the uh, restart of the NBA season. Jack Armstrong now joining us, the Raptors television analyst on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Jack, how you been? I'm great, Bill. How you doing? It's it's great. Uh, it, we're all living in a weird reality right now. I'm doing the show from home. You guys are doing the show uh, out, you know, not in the bubble, so to speak. Uh, I was talking with Jim Paschke a little while ago. I'll start with you. How difficult is it for you guys or weird is it for you guys not to be there and be seeing that team up close and personal? Well, you miss it, obviously. Uh, you, you know, you love being around the action and players and coaches and executives, scouts, uh, broadcasters, media, referees, you name it. Uh, you know, you, you, know you, you miss that. Uh, on the other hand, I totally get it. And, you know, 37 people per travel party and they want to keep it tight. And, uh, I, you know, I totally agree with that. And, um, you know, so the only people that are there are, you know, the folks at Turner and, and ESPN. Uh, but, you know, they paid nine, a nine-year, 24 billion U.S. Uh, rights deal to the NBA. So uh, money does talk, and uh, I understand that as well. So, you know, uh, you know, the Bucks and the Raptors and the other 20 teams will all be, uh, the team broadcasters will be doing the games remotely. And, uh, you know, I've done a lot of games in the past. Um, you know, in Canada trying to qualify for the Olympics or uh, world championships, things like that, before remotely. So I, that, that's not the issue. The, you know, the, the big challenge with this one is not only doing the game remotely, but there's no fans at the game. So, uh, you know, you, you want to make sure you generate excitement, and at the same time you want to make sure there's a good balance between being excited and not being uh, too subdued either. So it, it's a... It's a work in progress. I've done two of the scrimmages already, and I think each time you do it, you get a little better at it. Uh, so tell me about this team and about the, the viability. I mean, you know, Jim Paschke said, look, until you knock off the champion, they're still the champion. So you tell me how good this Raptors team is. Well, I think the Raptors are really good. I think they're a contending team, like Milwaukee, like the Clippers, like the Lakers, teams like that, Celtics, you know. Uh, you know, there's a lot of really good teams out there, but – uh, you know, I think the Raptors uh, behind the Bucks. You know, they, they have the second best defense in the league behind Milwaukee. Um, their their offense at times struggled, but if you look at the numbers, uh, this is a team that uh, you know was was top five in the league in man games lost, and the four games four teams above them are all non playoff teams right now. So this is the you know the best team that had to deal with a, just a ton of injuries. And yet they have the third best record in the NBA and the uh, the second best record overall in the in, in the league. I mean, the third best record in the NBA and second best record in the East. So, to me, to deal with all that, 
Uh, I think their offensive numbers are skewed a little bit. I, I think if, if they have their top eight guys healthy, uh, they'll be even better offensively. Uh, they're sound defensively, and I think they'll be right in the hunt, uh, no doubt about it. The other teams in the East, uh, the Bucks start off against Boston. Obviously, a lot of talk about Ben Simmons and company, Joel Embiid, and the length that they have in Philadelphia. Uh, I think the East is probably uh, less top-heavy, if you will, than what the West is. Uh, is there, because I, you look at the percentages, the Bucks are the ones that are favored to get to the finals, and everybody else kind of falls behind. But who's who do you see right now as maybe that peskiest team? Uh, you know, it's interesting. No one mentions them, but I think the Miami Heat are a nightmare to deal with. Uh, I think they're really well coached. Uh, they have, an, a, a, I don't know if he's a superstar, but a, a terrific player in Jimmy Butler. And they shoot the heck out of it from three. And they play a lot of zone, so uh, you know they they uh, you know they're kind of a different animal. Now, do they have enough experience and true big time performers? I'm not sure, uh, but you know everyone you know the Philly and the Boston gets all the hype. I feel bad for Indiana with Sabonis' situation, and who knows what, what's what's going to happen with Old Depot, whether he actually plays or not. But, um, you know, I would have put them in that category as well. But I think the team that people are sleeping on a little bit in the East would be Miami. Um, and I'm a big believer, you know, habits, I don't know if it was Aristotle or Socrates or somebody really smart said excellence is a habit, not an act. You know, you look at a team like Philadelphia, they were terrific at home and just terrible on the road. I think they were 10 and 24, if I'm not mistaken, on the road. Um, that's awful. Uh, now, uh, will, will playing in a neutral environment help them? Maybe. Uh, you know, or on the other hand, are they front runners that play off the crowd? They need a crowd. I, I don't know. Uh, I just know when I look at the Bucks and I look at the Raptors and I look at the Celtics, those teams are good at home. They're good on the road. And I, I, I tend to say that they'll probably be really good neutral. And then if you put them up on Mars, they'd probably be good there too. So, um, you know, so that, to me, I, I think when you look at the East, uh, probably that team that it would be it would be intriguing would be Miami. Uh, which, first of all, I agree. I've been talking a lot about Miami over the last couple of days, just about the matchups that they can present. Go back to Nick Nurse. You talked about uh, the matchups and the coaching down in, in Miami. Nick Nurse, I thought, did a really good job on the Bucks last year. They basically said, Giannis is not going to beat us. Everybody else, we're going to kind of – uh, you know, allow from the outside to try to beat us. And if you can't do it, then we're going to end up winning the game. And that's exactly what happened. So this year, the Bucks come in with a deeper bench, more shooters. Kyle Korver, you start to go with DiVincenzo, different guys that can get it done and get it done from the outside. So it's not just Giannis. How difficult a defensive matchup are the Bucks? Well, they are. Uh, they're a great team. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I could tell you point blank who the key to the Bucks season is. It's Eric Bledsoe. There's no doubt about it. When he's on his game and he's playing well, uh, they're at another gear because he can get downhill and get to the rim. And, and just like, I mean, Giannis obviously does an amazing job getting to the rim. But when Bledsoe's consistent and he's shooting the ball well and he's running their team uh, in terms of their offensive looks and, and then setting the tone for their defense at the point of attack, uh, picking the ball up, uh, you know, they're another level team. Uh, so I, I think if you're a Buck fan, 
uh, I think the X factor uh, is is Bledsoe when he's and I you know if you look back at that Raptor series, he had some moments where he really struggled, and they mm-hmm. they took advantage of that. Uh, so I think the Bucks are. I think DiVincenzo, uh, you know, I love how he plays. He's got pop in his game, and he's got a pep in his step, and he, he's fearless. Uh, I remember him from Villanova, and he was really good. And I thought all the minutes he got this year and the confidence uh, Coach Budenholzer showed in him uh, really brought him along to another level. So, uh, you know, and, and obviously Corver is a, a hired gun, a professional shooter who's had an amazing career. Uh, so, yeah, it's all going to come down to shot making, you know, and uh, um, to me, you know, do, you know, I guess the question would be uh, how much do they miss Brogdon and who fills in those minutes? Uh, but, I, you know, I think the Bucks with that strategy of, of, you know, trying to load up on Giannis and make other people beat you, I think when it's all said and done, uh, the Bucks are a, a terrific team. I, I love how Middleton's playing right now. He's, he's, he's had a heck of a year. Uh, I think it's a lot's going to come down to Bledsoe. Uh, I really like last year the one-two punch of Kawhi Leonard and Siakam. Uh, obviously, no Kawhi, but you still got Siakam. The emergence uh, of of the third-year guard last year, Freddie Van Vliet, uh, and his success. Talk about those two guys, the progression they've made this year, in addition to this roster. Yeah, no, I mean both of them have. I, I think Siakam's usage rate is way up, and he's playing with confidence. He's got the ball in his hands more. He's making plays, and as you said, he made big plays in every series in the playoffs. I mean, you look at him in the finals, there were a few games. You know, Kawhi was great in the Philly and Milwaukee series, and Kawhi's great, period. But in the finals, uh, it was just as much a guy like Van Vliet and Siakam and Lowry. Um, you know, so to me, I, I think the experience that he gained through that whole thing has made him a much better player this year. He, he was a uh, first team all star selection. So, I mean, there's something to be said for that. I, you know, that's legit. Um, and then Van Vliet is, uh, his numbers are way up. The guy's just a winner. I mean, you look at him at Wichita State and undrafted, and the guy is just, uh, when you, when you, you know, when you look at a, a guy that has just a great makeup and guards on both sides and plays, plays the game right and then runs your team, is a shot maker, can shoot from deep. Uh, he's a he's a tough guy, and, and you know, even though you might say, well, Lowry and Van Vliet, they're a small backcourt. Uh, they don't play small. They're tough as nails, and they'll take your head off. Um, and on the other hand, the Raptors do have size when they need to go big. Uh, we've seen the jumbo lineup with uh, Gasol, Siakam, uh, as as well as Sia, uh, as well as Ibaka, uh, uh, as, as well as Ibaka, uh, and even Ananobi. So they can play small, they can play big, um, and I think the Raptors are, are kind of like a college team with, uh, you know, the old days where guys weren't transferring, guys actually went to school for four years, where you had, uh, you know, you had a, a two juniors and three seniors, and one of the seniors is a fifth-year senior, and they had chemistry, <laughs> and, you know, you, you're very familiar with Wisconsin basketball, the Badgers. You know, and you mm-hmm. say to yourself, had some of those teams that Bo Ryan had go so far in the NCAA tournament? Yep. And I think the sum is more important than the parts. So I think when you look at the Raptors, they're kind of like the NBA's version of Bo Ryan's Wisconsin teams. There you go. Uh, Jack, uh, everybody here can relate to that. I appreciate the analysis. We look forward to talking to you again down the road. Stay safe, and we'll chat soon, okay? 
You got it. All the best. Let's hope we're chatting uh, during the Eastern Finals and we have a rematch. That'd be awesome. That'd be great. That would be great. Jack, appreciate it, pal. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. All the best. There you go. Jack Armstrong, Raptors television analyst uh, on TSN, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. They've been doing it. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. That is 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.